This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Every Thursday, we check in with our folks at uh, Richland Community College. You know, it's a big campus, and they're doing a lot of things, and uh, they're doing a give back uh, event today and tomorrow. And I always wish I would seat the guest in order of the way they're like translated in my email. I never do that. That way, you yeah, you it can, would just make sense, right? Good order. It never occurs to me though until we, can do that we hit now. the everybody mics. Up. No, no, everybody up. Boom. No. <laughs> We got a full studio of uh, guests, and and I want to introduce uh, first our friend Lauren McGinnis, uh, the annual giving and alumni engagement coordinator for Richland Community College. Good to see you this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. We're very excited. Yeah, just putting that microphone up just a little bit closer, if you don't mind. Uh, so, how did this whole idea come about? During our 50th anniversary planning, we asked our employees how they wanted to get back to the community that supported us for 50 years, and we wouldn't be in this place without our community. We gathered a fantastic list of a variety of different organizations that our employees wanted to support. We have some of those people in this room, and we're planning to get back day so we can collect some items, collect some money, and uh, have a blood drive at the same time. Okay, all three at once. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so, uh, and we'll introduce the rest of the folks here in just a second, but uh, I'm sure that this planning has been going on for a long time, right? I mean, 50 years only comes around once, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys have been working on all kinds of great things throughout uh, the whole year. Uh, and, and so you guys are used to raising money for yourself, which is the, the important thing, get, handing out scholarships and doing all the things you do. A little different now thinking about raising money for other people. Yeah. We wanted to take a moment and reflect and just understand that we wouldn't be here without these other organizations and take, a, take advantage of who our employees wanted to support. They are giving back to their community as well, okay, encouraging so volunteerism. What does today and tomorrow look like then? So today from 8 to 4, we're collecting items in the Schilling Community Education Center. We'll be down there um, with tables for all of these different organizations. You can drop off your gifts. Tomorrow on Friday from 8 to 12, we're collecting items. We're also having a blood drive from 9 to 2 in the same area. And then at noon, we're having a community celebration with pizza from Papa Murphy's and just taking a moment to celebrate how far we've come in 50 years and how we're giving back to the community on this day. Okay. And then is this open to anyone or just Richland students and staff? Open to the public. Okay. We, we encourage you to come by, give blood, give uh, your donations, or just stop by and celebrate with us. All right. And, and the blood is going to the American Red Cross, uh, correct? Okay. So give me the list before we introduce our other guests uh, of the organizations you're going to be supporting. We have Altrusa International, Project Read Plus, the Pantry at Richland, Heritage Behavioral Health Center, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Central Illinois, Dove, Decatur Macon County Humane Society, and Decatur Block by Block. Okay, and so we have three representatives in the studios with us today we to uh, talk about the, their individual uh, efforts. Uh, Mary, did I? weren't we just doing this like two days ago? We were, okay. right here on Tuesday. All right, just pull that microphone up. You guys get nice right and close to that. Tuesday, there you absolutely. go. Uh, all right, big day, big week for you then. Yes, it has been, and and we are really honored and humbled that Richland would choose Heritage Behavioral Health um, as a, a, a an entity to give to. Um, we really support Richland a lot. We have a lot of um, our nurses come from Richland and work with our clients, and and we think that's really important. So thank you for thinking of us. But mental health impacts everyone of every generation, right? Absolutely. I mean, so you've got a percentage of students that are uh, at Richland, they're going to benefit from what you do in our community. Absolutely. So it's, it's kind of full circle on, on the giving part. Uh, we also have, uh, along with Mary Garrison, Ellen Hearn, who's the executive director of Decatur Block by Block. Good to see you this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Oh, right. Explain block, to, uh, block by block to folks out there. We're focused on revitalizing our neighborhoods. Last year, we uh, landscaped over 31 houses in the Johns Hill neighborhood. We provided $25,000 of funding for emergency home repairs. And uh, we also done a couple of refresh projects where we actually touch the house and make the 
curb appeal improved. And if you haven't been to the Johns Hill neighborhood lately, you really owe it to yourself to take a drive through there, the new school, the new park, uh, the neighboring houses in and around. And I know that was a project that was, you know, also uh, greatly influenced by the city of Decatur and, and the Howard G. Buffett Foundation. It's, it's pretty impressive. It's a, truly a renaissance of that neighborhood. And it used to be, right? I mean, that, that was like, I mean, you know, if you go back in the day, I mean, it, it's come full circle, which is great. We also have uh, with us uh, Lisa Lambert, who's the shelter manager for the Humane Society of Decatur and Macon County. Uh, good morning. Welcome to you. Tell us a little bit about your organization. Good morning. Thank you. Um, the Humane Society has been in Decatur for, I believe this is going to be our 100th year this year. Oh, just year. a little while. Just a little while. Yeah. Um, and we are here to... We place animals in homes. We take in sick, abandoned animals, animals that have been surrendered. Owners can't take care of them. We pull a lot of animals from Macon County Animal Control to make them healthy and find them into permanent homes. Yeah, I think it was Gandhi who said you can tell a lot about people by the way they treat their animals. Uh, And as a community, I feel like we're way ahead of where we used to be. Yes, we are. We've got a lot we can still do in town, and we're we're here to do what we can right now. It's been kind of hard with pandemic and then just people losing their jobs we're seeing a lot more people that need help with food and we do have food available at times for people who need that we are going to be having a spay day for cats coming up uh, february 17th we're taking applications if somebody has a cat that needs spayed or neutered we'll do vaccinations we're partnering with pet clinic and making county animal control to get that taken care of for people who need help with that. Yeah, and, and you know, as far as we've come, we still get stories like just this past week yeah. where people are just unbelievably horrible uh, to pets. Yeah. There are organizations, if you've bitten off more than you can chew and you can't handle it, you don't have to put it in a crate and leave it on the side of a ditch. There's yeah. organizations like yours that will help, right? Yeah, we'll help with that. I mean, call, we'll see what we can do to help out if we're able to help or if we can offer some resources that we can help provide for that animal all right and where are you guys located 3373 north woodford all right website we do have a website we also have a facebook page um our website is hsdmc.org okay and and mary where do people find you this is we're not throwing nearly enough resources uh at mental health Mm -hmm. my humble opinion Mm -hmm. uh it's way more widespread and i mean the the kind of the sad thing is that if everybody stepped forward that needs help to ask for help we would be overwhelmed Absolutely. I mean, not just Decatur. I mean, the the entire country, right? It's a national issue. Yes, that we're trying to shed a lot of light on. Um, So here in Decatur, we are our main building is downtown on Main Street, and our website is heritagenet.org. We have a Facebook page as well, and those um, resources will share the services that we have. Um, You can come into our open access. and, and get an assessment um, Monday through Thursday um, between eight and five, and then um, and that's it's kind of open at that time. So you walk in, and there's scheduled appointments on Friday morning. So we are willing to do all we can to get you in our door and get you the services that you need. And then people who want to maybe help, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and it's such a big topic that I think it's a little daunting for people. But people can have an impact, right? I mean, if they want to give or they want to donate, time, talent, treasure, whatever that might be. Absolutely. Um, one, the, one of the best ways you can help is encourage people to seek mental health services. Yeah. Um, just be supportive and not judgmental and say, yes, 
go ahead and, and, and do that, and hopefully we'll get um, connected to folks. But in terms of, you know, financially, um, if people want to give, uh, unrestricted funds are really important. We have a lot of grants that we get that are wonderful, but we have to spend them a certain way. And so when we get unrestricted funds and we have wonderful uh, donors in our community, we can put those into areas that we think we know we can make a, uh, an impact. And then specifically this time of year, it's cold. Um, even though the sun is out, right, uh, it's cold. We need um, for individuals who seek services, um, hats and gloves and scarves, some of those hot hands and hot feet things. For those that may be out in the, the elements, um, maybe overnight, but also just every day walking in and walking around the community. We could also use um, socks, new socks for men and women. Um, sometimes we forget about the things that we just have um, and, and some people do not have. And we could use the small value gift cards for meals and bus tokens, ways to help people access our services um, to get in and do that. So those are just some things that it may seem small, but they make a significant difference. And our, our staff can use those for folks that, that really need. Yeah, I, I maybe I didn't connect the dots the way I should have about what you're doing with Oasis and you know, yeah. under the umbrella of Absolutely. Heritage. And I don't know that everybody knows that, uh, but but certainly is. And uh, it, that's also a, a place you need to visit and see with your own eyes, right? I mean, I think sometimes problems are abstract to people. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you put a human face on it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that is, it is a kind of a misnomer. Oasis is a heritage program. Yeah. Um, it is, of course, it, it's wonderful. It's off site and there's, there's great work, but those folks can come into Oasis without being um, a client of heritage. We hope that they will maybe come through if they need to, but it's a wonderful way to just connect with folks and bring them in and provide them a safe place and then engage them in services. Absolutely. Ellen, one of the things I love about your organization is like, I can tackle a yard, you, you, you know what I mean? A, a, a curb, a block, mm -hmm. uh, some of these things almost feel like they're so big. How can I make a dent? You can make a neighborhood look better. Oh, it's fun because we get those volunteers coming in and we have a home that looks so badly neglected and overgrown. And within two to three hours, the curb appeal is improved. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, Lauren, uh, folks can uh, give without coming out, right? They can Absolutely. go to the website, richland.edu slash give back, mm -hmm. all right, and make a financial contribution to any of these organizations. Yes, you can just put in that form where you would like your designation to go to. All right, good stuff. Thank you for organizing this. Yeah, we're uh, very excited. Uh, and once again, if people want to stop out uh, for the pizza party or the blood drive, uh, and I know that was tremendously impacted during COVID and, and we're in short supply across the country as far as blood is concerned. How do they do that? And where will they go? Schilling Community Education Center will have the blood drive set up in one of the salons. So you can come out between 9 and 2. You don't have to register beforehand. You can walk in or you can register on our website at richland.edu slash give back. All right, guys, we appreciate it. Thank you very much for all that you do in the community. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.